your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to uh, Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. That is the talk and text line. If you want to get in here, I'm Rick Solom. I just got a text from Eric King, who's the son of Steve King, who used to be the Holman High School football coach. And he's now a UW lacrosse football coach. And I totally forgot to do this. Last Friday, Steve King was inducted into the, I believe, Wisconsin Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Holman High School football coach. And I forgot to say that on the air Friday. I just get distracted. Sorry, Eric. Uh, He posted something about his dad on Facebook and kind of broke the news. It was some pretty cool pictures. And he just texted me, hey, where can I find those pictures? And I'm like, well, I got to go steal them off your your Facebook post and, and put them on the page. But congrats to Steve King for, you know, being inducted to the Hall of Fame. 608-785-7914. I wanted to talk about, well, we had lacrosse school superintendent Aaron Engel on here yesterday, Dr. Aaron Engel, and uh, we talked about the school resource officer program a little bit. There was a school board meeting Monday, I would say. I just threw this number out there, but like they probably went 90% uh, reopening schools, 10% school resource officer program, and, and what they discussed on Monday because... Obviously, school's going to start in a month or a little over a month, and the the idea of having school resource officers in school, that contract is up in June. So whether or not they're going to have them next year or the next, you know, the next year after next this year uh, won't be determined until maybe November, it looks like. But we could talk about that a little bit. The La Crosse Police Department put out a, their vision, quote-unquote vision, I think is what they called it, uh, for the future of the lacrosse Police School Resource Officer Program. And they had some, uh, a couple of those things. You can check them out at wisdomnews.com. They put out a PDF. It's got a bunch of bullet points that we can kind of break down or I can break down or if you want to break down, <laughs> feel free. And, and just what uh, they're going to do, some changes they're going to make with uh, police in schools. Before that, we get to that, however. uh, COVID numbers came out today. Lacrosse, I think, at 12, which is now the new not so bad. I think the health director said, if it's under 10, that's good. Well, if it's close to 10, that's good too, right? We're not in the 20s. Uh, So 12 new. uh, The hospitalizations, this is the thing. They, they, they give us hospitalizations now, but they don't exact, they're not exactly clear on it. So hospitalizations, there are now six people hospitalized in the county. And there were five people yesterday. So that would make you assume that we just added one person to the hospitalizations. But on Monday, the county health department said there were 29 total hospitalizations. Today, they said there are 32. So we've added three people to the total hospitalizations, but really we've only added one to the current. So at some point, somebody was released from the hospital, which is great. And at some point, three other people had to go to the hospital. So 
the the numbers there a little hard a little hard to like just keep track of. It's just they need a, a plus minus for hospitalizations, kind of like the new NBA stat plus minus. Uh, we need that for COVID nineteen. The state of Wisconsin does that. So the state of Wisconsin had sixty five newly hospitalized today. No, not today. That was yesterday. That was a that was a high thirty one today. So it was cut in half, more than half. Today, 31 hospitalizations, seven deaths today in Wisconsin, 48 hospitalizations in Minnesota. So it's kind of the new number. I think we're always going to have cases, right? Uh, Though Wisconsin had 1,117 cases yesterday. That was a lot. It was the most ever. They hit 900 a couple of times. They went three days in a row, not last weekend, but the weekend before with uh, most cases ever, three three consecutive days, most cases ever in a day. Um, a couple other COVID notes. Uh, the, the Vernon County has moved their National Guard testing site. So they have this free National Guard testing site, which I think is important. Because if you don't go to the free National Guard testing site and you have to go to your health care provider, I I haven't had to get tested yet. Does Has anyone out there gotten tested and have they got a bill from, you know, like the ho- one of the hospitals, Gunderson, Mayo, somewhere else? Have they gotten a bill for... A COVID test. I, I kind of curious if I, I have no. I'm I'm not sure. Are we getting billed for that, or is that free? Or is the government paying our our healthcare in that manner? Is is that is that a write off? Can we write off COVID nineteen tests? Because if we don't get tested, right? Like everyone wants us to get tested. We're contact tracing. We're trying to figure out where the virus is. But if I have to pay three hundred dollars for a test, uh, I think I'm I'm going to just go home and, <laughs> and wait it out and not tell you. Because I, I I can't, but the right the government wants to keep track of where the virus is, so they should pay for the test, right? Maybe they should pay for all the healthcare. Then we don't have to worry about how much things cost and and uh, you you get a crazy bill or or you or you get the bill up front, right? We're going to do that up front to, up front billing, and you go, oh, that surgery is going to cost fifteen thousand dollars. I think I'm good. I'm just going to limp for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. So anyway, off on a tangent there. Uh, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz executive order today, a mask mandate in place beginning Monday. That coincided with Winona, the city of Winona extending their mask order, but I think uh, the the governor probably just takes over that. There wasn't an expiration date on that order either uh, that I didn't see. Maybe, maybe I have to get into the weeds on the, the, there's probably a PDF that I have to download and then find on my phone if I, cause I don't have an iPhone. Whoever texted me last time and said, iPhone, it pops up right on your home screen. Uh, download a PDF and, and find out when the, the Minnesota mask mandate would end, if it would end, because they usually just extend these, right? They get out a couple of weeks ahead of time and go, no, we're just going to extend it because the numbers aren't coming down. But um, nothing nothing happening like that in Wisconsin. There's some talk about that. I, I think Racine, Milwaukee, Dane County, and Green Bay, Green Bay have mask mandates. Lacrosse doesn't have one, and and city councils have done this. So we aren't doing that in Lacrosse. We're trying to, you know, last week uh, health county health director Jem Robalski talked about uh, doing something through the municipalities, maybe similar to back in the day when we couldn't smoke in buildings. We had some kind of like anti non smoking mandate. And people were upset at first about that, but then I think the majority of people were like, oh, you can't smoke in buildings anymore? Awesome. 
Uh, so something like that they were thinking about doing. And Jem Robalski's gone this week, so we don't know. And that was a, a few weeks ago. She said it would be out in a few weeks, whether or not they could do that. So maybe they can't, and they just didn't want to talk about it. Um, all right, let's let's break for news. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk about this school resource officer program and uh, my tiny, tiny little experience with A, kittens, and B, defunding the police. I'm going to combine those two ideas if you want to. You want to stay tuned for that. Brad's going to do the news here in a minute. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to get in here, I, uh, I don't really want to talk about the Hiawatha statue. If we could go, I don't remember if I mentioned it yesterday, but we did go six days in a row talking about it. But I did get an email from Jim. And I don't know what day he was listening. I, I guess I, I, I'm not sure exactly when the email came. Eric uh, Eric from Sparta is calling, but we'll give him a minute here. Uh, he said, I was just listening to you talk about the Hiawatha statue and how some people feel it doesn't represent the city. So if you don't know, the, uh, the Lacrosse Parks Board, the City of Lacrosse Parks Board voted last Thursday to remove the statue. Unanimous decision, so the statue's coming down that 25-foot Indian-looking statue in Riverside Park. But Jim says, uh, how some feel it doesn't represent the city. I have one question for those a-holes. Why is it that every time someone puts a shovel in the ground for a new development, it suddenly and mysteriously has to be shut down for weeks while archaeologists examine the grounds because we may have discovered another historical Indian burial ground? Like it or not, Lacrosse Indians were long here, were here long before the Black Lives Matter and leftist movements. So I think Jim is totally missing the point here uh, on on why the statue, partially why the statue would be coming down. 608-785-7914. If you want to call or text, you can email me. I think it's uh, I have like 19 emails, but rick at wismnews.com. That would be my email. Or at Twitter, or at wism on Twitter. But uh, Eric from Sparta is calling. Eric, you're... Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, I'm kind of wondering, uh, how much does a uh, COVID test cost a private one at a hospital? I know they're free, I guess, from the National Guard, but I'm curious about how much they cost to get one privately from a hospital. I wish you'd ask them and call them. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm not sure. I'm having, I, I obviously, because I asked it before the break. Yeah, Eric, I, I'm curious, too. I did, at one point, email some PR people, public relations people at the hospitals around here and asked, but I didn't get a reply. This was some time ago. So I don't know if I mysteriously didn't get a reply or if I just didn't get a reply. And also, right, when everybody has different health insurance, like, oh, it's going to cost you because you don't have a deductible. It's going to be free for you and 80% covered by you, but your deductible is $10,000. So it's going to cost the full price for you. Uh, Nobody knows. Uh, Maybe somebody can call and tell me how much they had to pay for a COVID-19 test. Uh, number three is calling in. Number three, go ahead. Uh, do you want to talk about Hiawatha? I, 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 you can talk about it. That's fine. Okay. I think what we should do is if they take him down, there's a big pedestal down there, and we'll put a slot machine down there. All right. So we got to stop doing that. <laughs> like, you guys, that's borderline racist. Not even. That's just racist. Like, stop making I, – I, I know you're trying to be funny. But it's not funny. Uh, all right. 
Caller, who's this? This is Matt. Hey, Matt, you're on the air. Go I ahead. Have a, yep, I have a question. Are we going to change the name of the city now because lacrosse is actually a sport and a game that the Indians played? Um, I, I, I don't think they're related. Honestly, the lacrosse, the sport is one word. Um, I don't know if that's a coincidence or honestly, I, I, it's, I, I remember reading some about the fact that the lacrosse is named one thing and there's a sport that natives play called lacrosse and they may or may not be related. Honestly, I, I, I didn't know. I was just curious because I didn't know if they were related or not either. Sure. If it was a native American thing, then maybe the next thing we should do is change the name of the city too. Yeah, and I, I don't think the I don't think the, the the sport lacrosse, if it is if our city our city your city it's not my city but if your city is named after the sport lacrosse even though they're spelled different and I read somewhere that they actually weren't related, but uh, I don't think the sport lacrosse being named that after the, being the city being named that is offensive, as as maybe you know cartoon looking statues that don't represent. <laughs> Any any one thing or or are kind of a hodgepodge of multiple uh, Native American ideals or cultures or whatever you want to call it uh, in a statue called Hiawatha in Riverside Park. So, uh, yep, again we're talking about Hiawatha. Uh, oh, I got to read this text a little bit later about Scott Robert Shaw. Um, oh, Phil texted in. So Phil texted in and he said I was talking about the COVID nineteen numbers and the hospitalization numbers and the fact that. We don't really get a clear idea of hospitalization numbers, and I think Phil's kind of alluding to this. And then he's 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 he says the hospitalized number could be numerous combinations. Maybe one person was added, but also five in yesterday may have been discharged, and six new people were hospitalized today. So that's exactly the point I made to the Lacrosse County Health Department last week, Wednesday. I think exactly a week ago. Uh, or maybe it was Monday because uh, they started to report hospitalizations after I brought that up at the public hearing. But now they need to do the plus minus. They need to do total hospitalizations now at 33. And we've added two people to the hospitalization list. And now six people are currently hospitalized, something like that. I know it's it's a lot of stats, but I think people are are really curious. You know, as the the as we keep getting cases, we we understand that. You know, if we get a jump in cases, that's interesting. But uh, you know, the 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 more important thing here now, I think a lot of us can can see is now that we had a, a death last Friday, and it's becoming a little bit more real. Is how many people are in the hospital? And tomorrow, Bridget Faff is coming in, not coming in. She's uh, coming on Gunderson Infection Control, Infectious Control. I can't remember her exact title. I got like an abbreviated title from from uh, Gunderson, so she'll be in tomorrow. We can we can ask her some of these questions and some other things too. To, uh, we can do that uh, hopefully tomorrow. I'm I'm pretty sure she's going to be able to come in. All right, so we're going to go back to the phones. Uh, Joe's calling in. Joe, go ahead. Hey, Rick. I'm gonna I'm gonna give to you what a lot of older, smarter people gave to me. It's it's time for your come to Jesus moment, Rick. Um, you like to poke fun of us, and you like to call it an old statue. Uh, misrepresenting statue, you know, basically stopping short of calling it crap. But, you know, this cancel culture is coming after something you love. It's coming after your sports, Rick. And when they take the sports away from you and they do it in arguments that you don't agree with, you know, it's going to be time for your awakening, too. You know, this is what we're talking about. And they will come for your sports. What sports are they going to cancel? 
They're coming for all your organized sports. How? Cancel culture is coming for that. And, how? And the how? The how is going to be something that you're going to have to reconcile with yourself, and you're not going to understand it just like we don't, and you're going to have to stand up for it just like we're doing now. Okay, so give me an example of how. Statue, but they're, they're coming for your sports. Right? Okay, give me an example of how sports are going to be canceled. Football, injuries, um, too masculine. Uh, it's all going down, and when they come for it, Rick, it's going to be too late. So you better start standing up now, and it starts with the statute. It starts with them trying to cancel things out, but they're going to come for what you like too, Rick, and you're not going to agree with them, but it's going to happen, and you're going to lose your sports. So you better start standing up now to come to Jesus moment. Okay. I uh, I think you're a little a little out there on that one. I, I don't know. Because because football is too masculine, we're going to cancel football, I guess. It's, I mean, we're, we're canceling certain mascots in football. If you want to call them mascots, it even feels weird to call them mascots. Uh, we're, we're getting rid of those because they're, they're, they're pretty awful, especially in Washington. That football team in Washington has got a pretty awful mascot. Uh, beyond that, the other ones, not, you know, like in, I would say most white people would go, what's wrong with Cleveland's mascot? But uh, other people might not think so much of it. 608-785-7914. Anyone got a wackier theory than cancel culture's going to take away sports? Uh, Brewers start tonight. Speaking of not canceled, uh, they're going to play the White Sox in a summer camp game. And that'll be on WKTY if you want to listen. Uh, 580 AM. 96.7 FM. I haven't had to say these in a while because there hasn't been sports on because we did cancel sports because of a virus, so to speak. Uh, Or, let's see, yep, 580 AM, 96.7 FM. I was going to say you can listen on the WKTY app, but you cannot. You can listen to Grant on the WKTY app right now if you wanted. Or me on the Wisdom app. You can do that. It's pretty simple. You just hit download the Wisdom app, hit the play button, boom, there you go. Uh, One more call, and then I got to do Scott's comment in the news uh, I think Tom's calling. Is this Tom? Yes, sir. Hey, Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. I'm just wondering when they're going to take down those three Indians up there by Shopko where the two Indians are beating up on the other one when they're going to decide they need to tear that down, too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a, actually a pretty funny way to, to put that. It, uh, they're, they're, they're beating each other up. Uh, we got to cancel that statue because <laughs> they're actually uh, playing lacrosse. And from what I've seen, the uh, the statues are are fairly representative of of what's going on there, except that the sticks the sticks aren't correct. I played lacrosse in college for a couple semesters. Uh, I don't. I actually I have a. I should look at the picture, but uh, I'm not sure. That would be funny if they had like modern sticks in that statue, and then and just old. Lacrosse sticks. From what I from what I remember, I remember our coach in college telling us lacrosse stories, and uh, they used to play with sticks and I believe tomahawks. So I think there was beheadings involved while they played lacrosse because it was a battle for territory as opposed to a game. Now, I could be wrong. I just remember our coach telling us that. Honestly, I didn't dive into the historic history books and, and read about it. All right, Brad's got to do the news. Scott's comment coming up next, and I did get a text about Scott's comment. I'm going to read it. It was from this morning, but Scott's comment runs this morning and then it runs again this afternoon. So uh, I'm excited to hear it. Uh, hear, or you can read it. Wisdomnews.com. All right, we'll be back after this on Wisdom.
All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, oh, two callers now, 608-785-7914. There's also, you can also text if you want to text. And in reference to Scott's comment, there was a text from this morning, and I just want to read it. Uh, Scott Robert Shaw, this is from Beck. Scott Robert Shaw should not offer his opinion on the Portland, Oregon federal marshal's handling of the protesters unless he has been there and witnessed the activities. He is opinioned on someone else's observations, not real time. Poor journalism op-ed, once again, from amateur journalist. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a comment. It's a an, you know op-ed, if you want to call it. It's from what he's seeing out there. Uh, the, uh, the feds are out there. Rented, they, they, what do they do? They, they have rented vans, unmarked vans. They're in unmarked gear and they're basically abducting protesters without telling them why. So it's fine though. I just, when, when, when is, when is it going to happen where, you know, somebody in a, some camouflage that doesn't identify themselves, say you're protesting, doesn't identify themselves, grabs you, tells you to get in the van, you, you pull out your concealed carry gun that you have a permit for and shoot them because they're kidnapping you. And now you've killed somebody that works for, you know, the federal government is, a, is in the army or whatever. Uh, is it going to be okay then? <laughs> it, it, whose side are you going to be on then? When that person doesn't identify themselves, they don't have anything marking who they are. They don't tell you who they are. And they try to put you in an unmarked van and you shoot them. What's going to happen? I think we're trying to get there. I feel like that's, that's going to happen at some point. Um, all right, we got a, a couple of calls. C- kind of a lot of topics going on today. I think John, I, I think uh, the teacher here has got his window open. You there? Yeah, hi, Rick. Oh, hey, yeah, you wanted to talk about the, the statue, I believe? Yes, um, statues in general. I wanted to say first that um, I, I enjoy uh, Wisdom. I enjoy your program and you as host. So thank you for the insight that you bring um, uh, whenever you host the show and everyone else. Um, I, I just love Wisdom News and Wisdom uh, shows. Um, I believe in general that the tearing down of the statues has been an amazingly asinine decision. It's a failure of a large part of our culture to see something in context. It's an opportunity for learning for young and old. Why was that statue put up in the first place? The statue was put up because the beliefs in our system and our government at that time were this. Now, do you agree with that? Son, do you agree with that, daughter? You know, that doesn't seem right. There's bias there. He was this or she was that. It's an opportunity for learning. You're not going to erase history by tearing down these statues. We're, we're only tearing down ourselves and who we are as a people and as a nation by doing this. The Hiawatha statue uh, was a beautiful statue, is a beautiful statue. The gentleman who created it did it to to um, admire uh, Native Americans. He was, I believe, part Native American himself. You have to see it in context. Um, The Indians were were proud Native people back then. They were tough. I'm proud of my Norwegian heritage. Yeah, yeah, they were barbarians, the Vikings. I don't care. I mean, that's just, that's, that's what it was. 
you know, uh, the raping and pillaging of the Vikings is just a fact. Yeah, I'd laugh it off. Yeah, it's weird and it's wrong and whatever. But, you know, I'm not offended by it. Um, you, you, just because someone's offended by it doesn't mean that you tear it down. It's an opportunity for learning. It's a failure of our country to see everything in context and through our history. So do we, and, and do we ignore, understand how do we, it was put up. Go do ahead. we ignore Sorry. those people that are offended by, you know, let's say that, like, like let's say that uh, a majority of Native Americans uh, say that the Hiawatha statue is kind of offensive and, and doesn't represent them at all, and they don't want, they don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So where do we go? If, you know, if that if that opinion comes out, I mean, are you are you good with 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 you know moving it? We're not tearing the statue down as opposed to we're just moving it, and we're also giving it back to the family of the creator. So, no, and I understand that, and that is nice. Um, no, I don't think you do. Um, I, I I think that um, you know if the majority of people um, in Norway didn't like this statue uh, portraying this ancient Viking. Uh, anymore for what he did. I don't think you tear it down because generations after them may not feel that way about it. Are you talking about uh, the doing, Are you talking about the Leif Erikson statue in, D- in Duluth? I don't know if that's a Norwegian statue. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just meant in general. That no. is just a general example. Um, and and I'm sure there are statues out there like that. But I, I really do feel that we've become uh, we've had it we've had it too nice in this country. We're yeah. spoiled, right. and and people are fueling and and fighting about frivolous yeah, things. Uh, I, I you know if, if something happened to to rock this country to its knees, I don't think we'd have to worry about the statue debacle anymore. Definitely. Uh, thanks for the call, teacher. Uh, he 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 made the point right at the end that I was going to make is that we're we're, we're we, we can we can fight over statues. And we can have governments decide whether or not to take those down. I think libertarian guys often argue the government shouldn't be putting statues up anyway because they're not really representative of anything. Um, and they're wasting government money to put up or take down statues. But uh, they are an easy distraction to what's actually going on. <laughs> you know, like we're going to argue about the Hiawatha statue again. This, is, this would be like day seven now, a little bit of a Hiawatha statue arguing. When, when really things are actually happening happening in our country, in our city, in our county, that that could, could use discussion. And I'm not doing uh, any justification by continuing the conversation with the statue, but it's your show, so I'll let you talk about it. It's fine with me. But I'm saying it's a pretty easy distraction. Let's talk about this statue. It should come down. It shouldn't come down. It's easy as arguments. Meanwhile, like, uh, you know, just one of the things I, I, I haven't even gotten to yet, the school resource officer program in La Crosse School District. Uh, they they put out the the Lacrosse Police Department, the City of Lacrosse Police Department put out um, a lot of bullet points on what they're going to do when they're in schools if schools are in session this coming school year, and what they are and aren't going to do changes they're going to make training they're going to make and uh, man I didn't even get to my kitten story I'm going to have to get to those but there's a lot of calls coming in so I, I'm just going to try to get to these calls quick uh, I think caller who is this you're on the air Hi uh, this is Shannon Go ahead Shannon Yeah I just want. Yeah, I just wanted to add some, maybe some insight into a little bit of what's going on with the whole tearing down of statues that's going on around the country. Um, In 1958, a book was published called The Naked Communist, and they were given 45 uh, communistic goals. And one of the goals, according to this, was to continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. And then... 
In particular, an American communist cell was told to, quote, eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings and substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. And so, you know, what when this whole thing has been going on in the country, what, what Mayor Cabot has basically ascribed to is actually communistic in form because we're taking down kind of a cultural icon of our of our uh, area, 83% are in favor of it. Even some of the older Native Americans are in favor of it. And what kind of sculptures do we have in place? We have the blue baby. We have essentially ugly sculptures. You know, I would consider that three-story thing down uh, downtown and the the thing ugly. You know, so one of the one of the things that the communistic goal uh, is is to eliminate American culture, to demolish it. And a lot of these riots are um, put on by Black Lives Matter, which has been described as a domestic terrorist group. So I think uh, you have to look at the bigger picture of what's going on in the world. Um, so that is only one aspect of the communists. It's called the... All right, that's 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 good. Thanks thanks for the call, Shannon. Uh, I don't need to read the whole book. Um, all right, so... Uh, a side note to to uh, you know promoting lacrosse and promoting you know Riverside Park and and just coming to lacrosse. Julie sent on sent in a great text, and here's here's maybe where uh, the city government, maybe the county. I don't know if the county could get in on this uh, collaboration. Maybe even the Crescent. Uh, does anyone have any interest in lighting up our Blue Bridge as a new exciting thing to come see in lacrosse? Color lights changing to celebrate different occasions. Uh, and then uh, she says she sent another text. I, I didn't. I, I'm not going to read that one at this point. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Like uh, if we're gonna we're gonna promote lacrosse, we could do that with lights instead. Um, also, you know the 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 news break at the top of the hour talked about how they're not going to the overweight people aren't going to be able to use gondolas. But I I've always said we should have a gon a, a a river canal system through Riverside Park. How many people would come to ride the gondolas through Riverside Park if we did that? 608-785-7914. Randy, is this Randy? Yeah. um, Hey. hey, um, No, it's Joe. Oh, hey, Joe. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, um, I think the gal that that just called in was spot on, and I think maybe you should read the book. Um, I haven't read it, but I saw something on that today, the same thing. Okay. Um, I'm over it. I (laughs) I didn't read the book. It's just a lot of babble to me. Uh, I want to get to the. I want to get to this. The, the a little bit about the school resource officer program. The the school resource officer program with the Lacrosse Police Department, and they put out uh, their vision for what they're going to do in schools today. And we're going to do that in just a minute. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. Um, we're talking about art a little bit. We're talking about statues. Um, that other text from Julie just said something about, uh, her, she said her college age son said maybe the, she called it the boo baby. The hatchback baby at city hall is, is perhaps representative of, and it's not whatever you text there, Julie, but it, it represents, it was inspired by Wolfgang, our daughter being born in 2007. So it just represents his daughter. In a way, in a weird way, seems it seems strange, but artists are strange, right? Like so, that's and and, and nobody's. I don't think anybody in the world would deny that the hatched egg 
the hatch yeah hatch baby i keep saying the wrong name the hatch baby is uh grow just like super weird but it's so weird that uh you got to go take a selfie next to it uh we'll go back to the phones uh caller who's this hello hello yeah you're on the air go ahead Yeah, you're on the air. Go, man. Hey, uh, yeah, I think that lady was spot on, too, and you should be happier than Malark. You're getting a taste of your democratic socialist environment. Just watch the news. Okay. Not really sure what he's talking about there. Uh, Kent, Kent, you're on, man. Go ahead. Hey, Rick, how you doing? I'm good. A little confused, but that's all right. Yeah. A lot confused tonight, but just talking about the taking down of the statues. You know, in Washington, they want to, at the state capitol, they want to take down the uh, some statues there now, canceling cultures. I think that one guy's right. They're going to come for sports sooner or later. Okay, thanks. Yeah, they are. Uh, right. I, I, I did get a text about that. They said that nobody's coming for sports. There's too much money in it. There's just way too much. And that's right. We're going to play sports in a pandemic and test everybody. Meanwhile, while we can't get tested ourselves, Everybody in sports can get tested because billions of dollars are at stake. Hey, so the the uh, real quick, I want to get to this before I have to go pretty soon here. But the the if you check out wisdomnews.com, the school, the the city of La Crosse Police Department put this thing out on on what they're going to do with school resource officers. And I said at this beginning of the show, and they kind of relate, and and, and they kind of relate with defunding the police. But my neighbor, who's who I've been helping get his house ready to sell. I found four, five kittens, and somebody's dog may have gotten one of the kittens. Four kittens in the windowsill, and I called the La Crescent Animal Rescue, and I said, hey, there are kittens here. You, you know, we can't have kittens kind of just out and about, just running. They're going to wreak havoc on nature. The cats are like one of the worst things, wild cats, whatever you, however you want, feral cats. So I called La Crescent Animal Rescue to come get them, and they said, we only get cats in La Crescent. So we need, so you need to call the Houston police. So I called the police and I'm like, why would the, why, why would the police department need to handle something like this? This seems stupid. Uh, but I did, I left them a message. They didn't call me back. It's been over a day. They said they usually call people back within 24 hours and I don't blame them. It's a stupid cat matter. It's a pet matter, right? But I want somebody to come get these kittens because they don't need to be out and about. They need, you know, they essentially need to just go be spayed or neutered and, and go to someone's home. But the idea that police, that we have to contact the police to deal with kittens in, in an abandoned house windowsill. Um, but anyway, and then I called the Cooley Region Humane Society and asked them to come get them. And they can't come to the to Minnesota. And then they tried to find who would come and get them, and there's no humane society in my area. So that isn't like 50 miles away. But anyway, so there's a defund the police. We we need to defund the police in terms of having to rescue animals. We We could fund somebody else in the county, in our cities, in our counties, to come do animal rescue, right? Like obviously La Crosse has that, uh, but maybe Houston County needs to uh, divert some funding for animal rescue. But uh, one of the things the La Crosse Police Department put out in terms of their school resource officer, right? They call it that, but they're just police in schools, right? They're going to have them wear plain clothes instead of being in a uniform. And uh, they're also, they also said that SROs will be encouraged to wear dress attire, displaying school name, school spirit. So they're, they're essentially, you know, Central's red, black, and white, right? Central High School. So they would wear red, black, and white. And 
They also are going to, they're not going to carry their weapon out. They're going to essentially have concealed carry. They're not going to have their gun out. And I believe they're going to be in unmarked cars if they have to come to school. So because that is, I I feel like that's okay if you're going to come to school if there's a cop car out in front of the school, you're auto, it doesn't matter who you are and whether or not you did anything, you'd just be like, oh, no, what happened? There's a, there's a police car here. So I'm agree with that. I'm not sure I agree with I, – I haven't put a ton of thought into it, but the idea of wearing plain clothes. like If the school resource officer program is meant to kind of help police bond with students in a way, right? There's also a, a policing matter here, but – the idea that they're going to bond with students and and kind of get children used to being able to talk to police comfortably, right? I think that's the general idea there. Putting them in plain clothes isn't going to help bridge that gap. I, you know, maybe maybe it maybe it won't. Just like a, a marked vehicle outside of school is is going to cause alarm. I guess if you've seen a, a a police officer in uniform standing in the lobby when you walk into school, you're you're automatically going to think, oh, no, what happened? Not, oh, no, what did I do? Unless you did something. But, oh, no, what happened? I think that's the first thing that, that people would go to. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of up in the air on whether or not police should be in or out of uniform. I don't think they have to wear a bulletproof vest. I, you know, when they had that shooting where an officer got shot uh, last year, I believe it was last August, I think. Seems like not that long ago, but that's a year ago. And... Uh, You know, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh, every officer is in a bulletproof vest. So that seems very uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, so I don't know if police officers in schools have to wear a bulletproof vest all the time. But yeah, so I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure if uh, police officers should be in plain clothes while they're in school. Uh, I can see benefits to it and, and not. But all right, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you, everybody, for calling and listening and texting. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Bridget Path from Gunderson is going to be on with us to talk a little bit about viruses and whatnot. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye.